0: West of Twin Peaks Radio back again, settling into summer with a fresh perspective and the sound of music coming back to life. If your vibe is joyous with a teensy bit of anxiety thrown in, you've come to the right place. This is
1: West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call. KXSM 102.5 FM in Francisco. As young
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. MJ back again on this Friday morning in San Francisco, excited about today's terrific show featuring two fantastic female artists. Oakland's smoky queer indie artist Emily Afton calls in in a few minutes to drop a new single and talk about headlining KXSS special Pride benefit stream this weekend. And in my second hour, we dive deep into the lush new LP from this week's guest artist, Bay Area band Hectorine. Cry these
2: tears.
0: That's music from Tears, the new 70s-inspired ethereal album by Hectorine. Frontwoman Sarah Gagnon joins me live in studio to chat and explore the new LP. That's coming up at 11. But first, let's start with music from one of my favorite albums of the year so far, *Doom and Sun*. It's the debut LP from Bachelor, A.K.A. Jay Som and Pale Hand. This track is called *Spin Out*. Get you going this morning. He loved that. Brand new from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Special goes out to my friend Mark, who loves the band, or actually loves the name of the band. That song is called Yours off their brand new album, Butterfly 3000. Every single song on their rocks. So uh, again, that's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with their 18th studio album, Butterfly 3000. That song is called Yours. Before that, you heard music from... Oh, let me see. A Volfo, a Brooklyn-based psych rock uh, septep uh, with their song called Give Me Time off their sophomore LP, "Out of uh, Sight Out of Mind, that was released last week. They're playing the Freak Out Fest in Seattle in November, then the Moroccan Lounge in L.A. Nothing in between, meaning geog- geographically, so I'm hoping they actually end up landing in San Francisco during that time period in November. And I started on, off with a song from, yes, one of my favorite LPs of... This year so far, Doom and Son from uh, Bachelor. That's uh, J Somm and Palehound collabing together. The song was called Spin Out. They're going to be at the Fillmore on September 27th. Welcome this morning to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco. I'm MJ. Glad to have you with me this morning. Still a, a little bit foggy out here in the Bayview. You know, sometimes when I come over from, you know, out in the sunset way and come into the Bayview, it's sunny, but not today. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see the sun today and wherever you're listening from, I hope there's a little sunshine in your life somewhere out there. Coming up in a couple of minutes, I'm going to be uh, checking in with Emily Afton on the phone who is dropping a brand new song, so stay tuned for that. Also coming up at 11, my guest artist today is Sarah Gagnon, uh, front woman for Hectorine, just a wonderful band with a wonderful new LP out called Tears, so uh, you know, keep it tuned right here. You're not going to want to go anywhere because we got a ton of great new music for the entire two hours. Nothing but new music, nothing but great emerging artists. Love it. This is uh, from the UK, Wolf Alice, and their brand new, uh, off their brand new album called Blue Weekend. The song is called Feeling Myself. It's the best reviewed LP on Metacritic so far this year. Sounds good to me. Enjoy. We'll talk to Emily Afton in a few minutes.
3: He's had so many lovers. Don't mean he's been pleasing ever.
4: KXSF is closing out Pride Month on Sunday, June 27th with a special stream benefiting local LGBTQ youth programs. Filmed at Eli's Mile High Club, the show features the smoky and powerful queer indie artist Emily Afton, Oakland's Atmospheric Water Strider, and the funky dance duo project Mirage. For ticket access, donate $10 or more by going online to kxsf.fm slash pride. That's Sunday, June 27th at 7 p.m. See you there.
0: See you there being a relative term. We'll see you on YouTube there. Uh, Can't wait to see that show. Uh, Headlining it is um, Oakland's Emily Afton, who also has brand new music out today. And Emily is joining me on the phone right now. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, MJ. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, We were just chatting that uh, you you were apologizing for the croakiness of your voice because you're rehearsing. Do you have more shows coming up? (laughs)
5: Yes. Yes. I, I do have shows coming up, um, and my voice is more croaky than usual because I was up uh, pretty late working on music. But I um yeah, I am super excited to be announcing my show soon. But the one show that I can announce is the August 20th EP release show that I've planned in San Francisco. And I'm really excited about this show because it's not at a venue. It's at a, it's in someone's backyard, oh, um, cool. in collaboration with So Far Sounds.
0: Oh, excellent!
5: So, yeah, it's gonna be like real, kind of like intimate, cozy. Like my band is gonna play for over an hour, and um, yeah, tickets are on sale, and you can find all that information on. I guess like on all my like sites and everything. Yeah, if people are interested.
0: Well, um, I was going to talk to you about uh, the EP called Reconsideration, which uh, yes. includes some songs uh, which are uh, uh, redone versions uh, of songs off Consideration, and I what which was released last year, just in time for the pandemic. Um, uh, <laughs> but what I wanted to ask is when you were writing the songs for consideration, which, you know, are mm-hmm. being redone for reconsideration mm-hmm. was, was the version you went with for consideration, the only version you had in your brain at the time, or at the time, did you say, gee, this could be done a completely different way? <laughs>
5: no, it was the the first one. I, I, we made that EP and I was just kind of like, Really learning how to, how to record, how to produce songs. Definitely like going through a major learning um, process and like transitional time in my life. So while I was making consideration, I never thought I would remake it. But as soon as the like after we made it, it's kind of like when you when you finish something and you're like, oh cool, I know how to do that now. What am I going to do with this knowledge? So I was like playing it in my room and performing it a few times on live streams because you know like you said I had just released it and then it was the pandemic and while I was performing it in my like live stream stripped down in my bedroom that's when I was like hey these songs are can be really cool stripped down and like totally reimagined totally rearranged and so my drummer and I just started like recording into our computers what we were working on and then slowly over time we're like these are actually like and I mean I don't want to like talk badly about consideration but (laughs) I feel like reconsideration in a lot of ways is a a lot better because it's like we already we just we already made it so we got to like we got to like take all the best parts and highlight them and really focus on them. In my opinion,
0: well, and what I was thinking, I was walking one day, listening to consideration, and then what you've already Mm. released, you know, off reconsideration. And my thought, no, and my thought process was that shows you that the the basic bone of the song, which is the songwriting, is very solid. I mean, mm, it, 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 it throws to, you know, you can't do that with every song. And, it, it you know, but, but it does imbue it with a different meaning, but it shows how solid the songwriting is.
5: Mm. Well, thank you, MJ. I appreciate that. <laughs> do,
0: um, when, you know, 10 years from now when you look at look back at consideration and reconsideration will you be putting yourself in where you were like mentally and emotionally at the time of each ooh great question
5: <laughs> i think so i think that inherently happens whenever you make something and then you take space from it and then you listen to it it's i think it definitely is a portal back to where you were when you made it so Absolutely, yes.
0: Yeah, because it strikes me as uh, uh, consideration is is you know like powerful and and dancy and you know mm-hmm. celebratory and reconsideration. What I've heard for so far um, still has that beat and that that groove to it, but it also just it just I I just think it's it's saturated with mm-hmm. with more thought you know thoughtfulness so to speak and more, mm-hmm. more perspective.
5: Yeah, thank you. We we definitely, I feel like Reconsideration EP definitely knows itself. And the Consideration EP, the original, it was like learning itself and was like trying on a bunch of outfits. And then it's, and now like we've made something with this new EP coming out on July 16th that is just definitely like, it knows what it is. And it's like, it's not trying too hard. It's not like, I wasn't relying like heavily on production. Um, I wasn't relying on all these things. I was really like, Okay, I know the I know what this song is trying to say, I know the best parts about it. So um that's what we tried to focus on when recording it
0: it's it, it you know so far what i've heard is awesome um i also Thank want you. to talk about uh talk about the pride benefit that's streaming uh this coming sunday on the kxsf youtube channel that you are headlining uh it, it was granted it was taped a while back um uh, before things had even opened up so can you yeah. you know i know can you kind of take yourself back to to when you um actually um filmed that benefit and and uh how it felt to be on a stage again?
5: It felt so good. It was so (laughs) fun. I just, like, adore Eli's. Eli's is my favorite bar in probably the whole Bay Area. And um, I love Water Strider and Tal Mirage. And the whole crew that was filming and that was doing the audio recording and then the interview afterwards, like, everyone was just so cool and lovely to work with and um yeah it was was, I was a little rusty like I got up on the stage and performed my my set doing a solo act of what I like typically do with my drummer and like the big band feel so it was was a little rusty but everyone was so nice and there was just like a sweet energy in the room because of like what it was benefiting you know it's benefiting the LGBTQ youth um, or just LGBTQ youth in general in the Bay Area, as I'm sure you can talk about more, but yeah. it just was like that feeling and like just like doing it for that made the whole event very like, I don't know, it just felt very, very positive and loving. I loved it.
0: Well, it's going to be interesting, you know, now that people are getting back out and, and you know, there's people in, you know, in venues right now and whatnot. Yeah, I, I'm going to be really curious how we look back on this time period and 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 how we appreciate, uh, and I hope we still appreciate, you know, what we've been through and what we, you know, what it felt like to 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 be stuck at, you know, stuck at home, yeah. not performing for a year and then getting out yeah. solo on stage with no audience, but still having the great appreciation of that, you know, it, it's uh, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I hope we hold on to, to some of that longer than, you know, just 30 seconds after the, the pandemic. So I
5: feel the same way. I hope that we all like, I like, don't want us to carry the Drama of the pandemic forever, but I also don't want us to, like, forget it immediately. I, like, I want us to... <laughs> I don't know what I want. Yeah. want it all. Like, yeah. I want us to, like, learn, live with that, like, that, like, deep appreciation, like you were saying, just for all the things that we couldn't have and for all the, like, people that carried us, like, the essential workers and, like, people delivering our packages. Like, that appreciation, I want that to never go away again. Yeah, true. but.
0: Totally. I'm in total agreement with that. Um, So let's, um, our time is running out, but we are going to play the the new single that was uh, released just this morning. Can you set this up for us?
5: Yes. Um, At midnight this morning, early, early, my new song Lights Fall Down, Reconsideration version came out. And this song is a kind of like acoustic ballad version of what was formerly an electro dance anthem and it's about finding peace of mind when you're in your darkest moment in your life. Excuse me. And it's about being there for one another. So kind of perfectly is about, you know, what we've all gone through and like how to just like not go through go through things alone.
0: And what we just talked about, totally. Hey, thanks for taking the time with us this morning, Emily. Appreciate it. Um, good luck on your uh, album release. Maybe we'll talk again soon. And have a yes. great weekend and can't <coughs> wait to see your Pride uh, show. Oh, Thank you, MJ. Have a wonderful day. You too. Take care, Emily. That's what trying for you're trying for life
6: you're just trying to Inside is haunted, a place I wish I could heal. When your lights fall down, tell me what you're dreaming before your demons try and steal. Before your lights fall down. Your lights, they fall When the souls in me When they're gone there's no sound There's nothing shining on me and no one is around I got love in me But I can't find it right now Will you still see me, still see me When the lights, the lights are falling I saw your heart out on the table. I read your writing on the walls. seen the script so many times. You don't need anyone at all. Baby is loving me so painful. Guess loving anyone is boring. When our minds are all we have To view the shadows on the wall If the light's inside us Then I promise not to let us fall When the song's in me When they're gone and there's no sound There's nothing shining on me And no one is around I got love for me But I can't find it right now Will you still see me, still see me When the lights, the lights are falling Oh,
0: Again, brand new music from Emily Afton off her upcoming EP called Reconsideration. And we're so looking forward to seeing Emily uh, Sunday night starting at 8 on the KXSF Pride Benefit Stream. Find out more about it at kxsf.fm slash pride. $20 or more donation gets you exclusive ticket access. Some of the money goes to LGBTQ youth programs in the Bay Area. More new music from This Is Kit. This is Keep Going, her desert island version. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio. Glad to have you with me this morning. I just love the vibe of that artist. The artist is known as This Is The Kit, Paris-based, but uh, from Britain. That's off the brand new album called Off Off Oddities. It's a seven-track EP, it's a great, it's great EP. It's one of those great morning EPs. The song is called Keep Going, the Desert Island version. And you are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Glad to have you with me. Got plenty of new music coming up. And remember, my guest artist segment with Hectorine, uh, a.k.a. Sarah Gagnon of San Francisco, is coming up at 11 o'clock. So stay with me. <laughs>
7: Hey, all you out there in KXSF radio lands on Ramay Tush Ohlone territories and all over the international interwebs. Radio Bob here of Frequency Uplift. Join us on San Francisco Community Radio
4: Sundays, 10 p.m. to 12 midnight for international sounds from all corners and all struggles for poets
7: and painters, activists and artists making noise, making change. A Sound Sanctuary Sundays, 10 p.m. to midnight. Frequency Uplift here on KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco.
0: Thank you, Bob. Just, just one of... 90-some shows that we have here on KXSF. It's a a huge menu and no matter when you tune in, you may not like it, but you'll like it the next hour. So I urge you to go to kxsf.fm, cruise around on our schedule, just keep tuning in to us and checking us out because we've got just a great, diverse offering of of radio programming that you're going to get nowhere else. Uh, We are 100% volunteer staffed, listener supported. So, you know, We always will take uh, a little help from you by going to kxsf.fm slash donate and clicking on that donate button because we are a nonprofit organization who loves bringing you music and programming. Brand new music from Amethyst Kia. Love this song. This is called Fancy Drones, Fracture Me. Stay with me. New music from the solo project of Scott Hirsch, who is a founding member of His uh, Golden Messenger. Uh, But he's got this solo project out uh, called uh, Windless Day, and that song was called Much Too Late. Uh, Really digging it. He's got an album coming out uh, that is not happening until October, I believe. Let me just, yeah, October 8th. There you have it. So put that on your calendar, everybody. But you can listen to his pre-release single, Much Too Late. Scott Hirsch. Before that, you heard, oh, just... Fabulous artist by the name of Amethyst Kia off a uh, new uh, EP called or LP called Wary Plus Strange. The song was called Fancy Drones. She uh, lives in East Tennessee, where she spent most all of her thirty-four years of life uh, living next to the Appalachians. And uh, she travels to uh, Nashville and records there. And she is doing a tour uh, coming up. Uh, Around uh, in the on the East Coast to promote her new album Wary Plus Strange. Unfortunately, she's not coming out here at this point. But I I suggest you check out Amethyst Kia, one of the many many breaking female artists in the country uh, Americana. uh, uh, genre that is finally kind of opening its arms and its ears up more to African American artists. So there you have it. You are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco. Uh, coming up, uh, remember, I've got my guest artist uh, coming up at uh, 11 o'clock, Sarah Gagnon of Hectorine. I think she's just getting here. She got caught in traffic, but it's all good. Let's pick up the pace here a bit brand new music from Gang of Use. This is Angel of 8th Avenue. This will get your cardio up. Here's your cardio for the morning. Definitely. The what are you watching? I just started watching something called Flake on Amazon Prime. Anyway, that was Milk at My Door from Lazarus Kane, London band with tons of local UK dates happening. Can't believe I'm even saying that anymore. People are actually playing. It's 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 incredible. Before that, you heard The Angels of Eighth Avenue, a single from The Gang of Use, another London band. I gotta say things are really popping out there. Or else it's just me and I can't just I can't say no to a British accent. Maybe it's just me. Uh, remember coming up. Uh, uh, in just a few minutes is my guest artist, Sarah Gagnon, a.k.a. of the band Hectorine. We're going to listen to a little music right now from uh, from Yashun and Dan Mangan. This is called Windermere, and this will bring us up to the top of the hour. So thank you for joining us here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. I'll get it right. Stay with me. We could just sit alone.
8: Oh, Was that a shoulder check? Or just a slow correct?
9: Is the-
0: It is 11 o'clock and you are in tune to KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM.
4: Support for KXSF comes from Chris Stover Properties, a San Francisco realtor who understands the city and can help you navigate the market whether you're a buyer or a seller. Chris believes that contributing to KXSF strengthens our diverse community by keeping live music and the arts alive. Contact Chris by calling him at 415-786-8020. Thanks for supporting independent radio KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco.
0: Yes, huge shout out to Chris Stover and huge shout out to all of our underwriters, which makes me want to tell you to please shop local, keep uh keep your dollars local if you can. Uh, everybody needs your help uh, coming out of the pandemic, so uh, whatever you can do to support our underwriters and to support your local businesses, please do so. Uh, it's just after eleven o'clock time for our guest artist segment of today. For today, uh, well, I get to welcome into the studio Sarah Gagnon, who is the front woman of the. Band Hectorine, who has just released a brand new album called Tears. Let's listen to Saltwater from that album.
2: Showed you the wonders of my underwater world. But you could barely breathe, so you shut up to the show. Kicking as you swim away.
0: that song is that is saltwater off the brand new album called tears from the bay area band hectoring and i'm so happy to join me in the studio sarah Gagnon. good morning sarah
7: good morning mj thank you for having me
0: well we were talking about the fact that you hit traffic (laughs) i hit traffic so not used to that (laughs) but and so not used to having somebody in the studio well um great great to have you um when did you start working on Tears? You know,
7: it's hard to pinpoint the exact moment. Um, I know the the album opener and the cl- album closer. I remember a specific moment working on those songs, which were both about a year apart. Um, I guess Blue Sky. I probably started it. Kind of um, formed when I was at the Yuba River. Um, when was that? A few years ago Um, and it kind of like it hit me then and then I went back to the river a year later in the same spot and was just in in an entirely different place in my life where the first time it was like getting over this sort of somewhat like monumental heartache Um, and then the next year it was like understanding that um, yeah that I was in a different place and that I didn't need to put so much energy into that in that particular time in my life. Of course, then I went to the river the year later and was sort of in the other place again. And then I realized that everything's a cycle. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, 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 and interesting that you mentioned the river because rivers are constantly changing, yet they're in the same place. Well, I mean, you know, they're basically in the same geographical area. But they're a thing that's constantly changing. I love
7: that you mentioned that because um, in my trips to the river, I have noticed this. um, If you look into the river and you see Mm -hmm. the kind of shadows um, that the kind of the vortex, the swirl of the water is making like on the riverbed, um, (laughs) you'll notice that there are these like circular um, dark there's these dark circles with a ring of like with a rainbow ring around it, which look exactly like a solar eclipse, you know, and like and we if we think about eclipses and what they mean, um, and how they're usually a, a harbinger of change and and transformation and 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 you know, in the world, um, we're told that you're just basically supposed to surrender to the power of the eclipse and not try to um, control it, which is not to say that we shouldn't try to have some control over our lives and try to, to shape it in the way that we want, but um, but it, it has been important to me in terms of, you know, having these trips um, to the river where my friends and I generally backpack and um, just swim and, and talk and, um, you know, read Clary's Lispector and all of that. And it, it really does, it's really powerful um, to see the way that um, nature reflects itself um, throughout the natural world.
0: And, oops, my mic. There are a lot of water references on the, you know, and it doesn't just have to be be, you know, be one specific place but there are a lot of water references. Uh, Did you, was that intentional? Or is it just part of your being, you know? Because it sounds like you get a lot of great strength and inspiration and, and whatnot from the river.
7: Uh, yes. Uh, I'm glad you noticed that too. Um, it is just inherent to my being. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a triple water sign, sun, moon rising, you know, double cancer, Scorpio rising. And I think it's just, I have always kind of lived in a really intense emotional world. And I think that having, um, being able to have an outlet, um, having music as an outlet has been extremely important in terms of like having a place to channel those intense emotions. Um, and it often just manifests itself in that way. Like where I, it's just the most obvious metaphor. Um, yeah, I think because I, water is so, it's always changing, but also very powerful when you think about the ocean. Um, yeah.
0: Um, where did you grow up?
7: I grew up in um, a small town called Townsend, Massachusetts. Ah, oh,
0: and, and how long have you been in the Bay Area?
7: I think for about 13 years or so. Yeah, I moved here at the end of 2007.
0: Have you always been connected to nature in that way? Did you grow up you know, camping and, and backpacking and hiking in places like that, or, or did that come to you when you came here?
7: I... Certainly spent a lot of time, you know, in a small town. It's kind of all there is to do is, you know, play in the woods and yeah. ice skate and bike around. And we did. My family was, um, my father specifically was very into hiking, and we would sometimes go up to the White Mountains and do like just really, really long hikes. But I never, I didn't get um, into backpacking until I came up here. And my roommates went, that I first moved into, moved in with in the hate, um, took me backpacking, and that's kind of, I mean this. This area is just like... Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why that's why people live here. I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, have you been... I mean, the river you refer to as the Yuba, correct? It is, yes. How, when did you first discover the Yuba River? Do you remember the first time you did?
7: I do, yes. Um, I don't remember the exact year. I think it was about a decade ago. Um, I went with some friends, and um, I don't think any of us had ever been before... And we just kind of, you know, took our backpacks and head out and looked for like a nice beach. And it was Memorial Day weekend, I believe, that that time we went and the river was very high and very, very cold, which is not generally the experience I have of the river anymore. It's usually a little bit lower in the summer. Yeah,
0: it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) No. and it's it's where we are um, we've got another song strange phenomenon do you want to set this up for us
7: sure yeah um, strange phenomenon um, is a song basically about that moment when you realize that um, someone that you've loved for a really long time they don't they don't hold power over you anymore
0: here's strange phenomenon from oh, Hectorine
2: met you
0: from Phenomenon, from the album Tears, from Hectorine. Uh, In the studio with me today is Sarah Gagnon, the front woman for Hectorine. It sounds like many of these songs were written pre-pandemic. What was your original intention about Putting together this album, did you always say, "Okay, we're going to put this album out in 2021," or did you know? I, you know, did the pandemic change things? And you know, explain the process of, of, you know, what the original intention was, and then what happened.
7: Sure. Yeah. So most of the songs um, were written before the pandemic um, started, and we had a loose plan to record the songs in 2020. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, I realized that it wouldn't happen like I had planned on it. Um, but it's interesting, it, you know, I think that the album that resulted is, is maybe a little bit different um, than the one that would have resulted if we had just done it the way that we had originally planned. But, um, but I am really happy with the way that it turned out. Um, technology is, you know, quite uh, advanced these days <laughs> and, and we were able, I was the one that would go into the recording studio and then just, you know, to try to reduce the amount of people that were, um, in the same place. And, you know, obviously if I'm recording vocals, like that is something that is risky, um, with COVID, which is a respiratory yeah. <laughs> disease. Um, and yeah, and I had, you know, the band would record their parts at home and send them in. And I just happened to have like a really wonderful recording engineer who is able to kind of like make anything work. Um, so, yeah. But for me, it was um, extremely important, actually, because I was laid off at the beginning of the pandemic, which um, is is a really frightening uh, position to be in. You know, when you lose your health insurance, you know, I had worked at the same job for six years. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, at a cafe, and, um, yeah, and to, to be in that situation was frightening, and then after I after I was, <laughs> you know, out of work for about a month, I realized, like, I can never go back. Um, yeah. And, but, but, you know, with all of that, it's, you know, there was very little um, happening, and, and I, it actually, being able to record the album kind of saved my life. You know, every week I would go in, and I would tell the engineer, like, I, like, Please don't cancel on me. I have to be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. He probably felt the same way, actually, you know. (laughs) Um, and and it was something to focus on other than the chaos going on in, in the you know in the outside world. Um, the the thing that strikes me that the the growth that the that you took the band from the first uh, project that you released to this one is the addition of the saxophone and violin. Had that been an original intention, or did this idea come to you? when you were started to you know work in uh, you know mix it and whatnot you record know record it
7: let's see with um with blue sky which um which has the strings that one you know originally when we did it that was a recording studio kind of kind of um edition. but it was inspired because that's the kind of the most um sort of like you know chelsea girl song on the album and i just thought well why not why not just kind of lean into that, you know? And it's a very long song, so I thought the addition of an, uh, of another another texture would actually, you know, kind of help um, propel it forward yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. especially in a rhythmic fashion. Um, so we had never performed it like that, you know. I mean, who has a live who <laughs> has live, live violin? Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, and then with salt water. I kind of knew that it had to go in a different direction because originally that was a song that I had written and my band had never performed it before. So we just did the whole thing in the studio. Um, and I kind of, I had as, as reference points, you know, I was like, I really do. I wanted it to be a party, like a a mellow, a very mellow party. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and then I had been listening to, um, that saxophone on Yoko Ono's Approximately Infinite Universe was just like, yeah, I kind of, I was inspired by that. And, um, yeah, and so I asked my friend Jeff, and um, and then he said, you know, Yoko is my favorite Beatle, and he was the right person for the job.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, what did, you, you know, this... And it's not not just your music, but a lot of music, um, you know, is derivative of something else. And lately, I've been hearing a lot of 70s and 80s soft rock reimagined in the 21st century. What did you grow up listening to? Oh, gosh. Um, you know,
7: it depends on when you're talking. Like, the earliest, when my when my parents still had a record player, we listened to that song. It's just a child's album, like... The take out the papers and the trash you know that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I mean that's the earliest thing I can remember and my mother listens mostly to classical and um, musicals so I kind of I have this sort of I don't know dare I say dorky appreciation of like lay Mis and I also was like in musical theater uh, you know through like in middle school and into high school that was a big part of my life and um, I can't really remember what my father loved Joan Baez, but we—it wasn't—it didn't feel like necessarily like it wasn't like there was always music in the house, but I was always listening to music somehow.
0: And when did you feel like you became a musician? I mean, uh, did what was the first instrument you played?
7: The first instrument I played was actually violin um, from maybe like six to twelve. Yeah, 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 and I. I didn't take it seriously. Um, <clears throat> I devastated my mother's expectations. And honestly, at this point, my own. If I had kept on, who knows where I'd be now. But it just wasn't in the cards. Like, I didn't... It, it didn't... I don't know. I just wanted to play outside. I didn't want to devote myself in that time. But yeah. I was I was always singing. Um, I have a little... You know... When did I... I mean, I was singing, like, since I was born, basically. And But I didn't have much confidence about it. And then my... We ended up getting this group gift. There were, like, a lot of children in my family, and our our parents gave us this gift of a karaoke machine, and just just a very basic one. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a speaker with a tape, with, with one tape. And what? on one side of the <laughs> tape, there was um, Crazy by Patsy Cline. Yeah. And on the other side of the tape was Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson, and we just, like, sang that tape over and over and over. I almost swore, but I checked myself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I remember singing Crazy, which is a song I still sing at karaoke. It's like very special to me. And my older brother, who was very mean to me in our childhood, who, who is no longer we yeah, no yeah, longer yeah. had that kind of relationship. <laughs> uh, after I sang it, he kind of he looked really embarrassed and he looked at me and he said, hey, Sarah, I think you can sing. And then he ran away <laughs> and I thought, OK, and it was the earliest sort of vote of confidence from the person that was the meanest to me. And I thought like, oh, this is actually something that I can do. Um, and so I sang and I sang and I sang, um, and I never really, I was in chorus. I would, you know, I would sing, I sang a lot. Um, but I never really played an instrument until, um, I was living in Spain and in college studying Spanish and I fell in love with a Spaniard and he, he gave me, he bought me a a Spanish guitar. Um,
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I was like 20 and and it kind of, it took a while. I feel like I'm more, I don't know, it's just like, you know, are you an artist or are you a musician? And like, in the sense that like, is your musicianship very good? And I think, you know, there's some people that encapsulate both of those things, like Prince, right? He's a musician and he's an artist. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like more of an artist than a musician, but I I mean, I
0: yeah, play I, the I, instruments. Yeah, I, I like. get exactly what you're saying. <laughs> well, and I find it interesting too, because, you know, the Patsy Cline song, Really shows off your vocal, your lower vocal register. And I don't know if, it, as a child, you had the register you have now, you know. Uh, but, but I did. But, it's but, it's but always been like that. But it that just seems like it was kismet that it was that sort of song for that vocal register that <laughs> that you hooked up to. You know,
7: you're right. Because if it had been a different song, it might I might not have had that same vote of confidence from my brother, and then I might not have really. I mean, eventually, I would have known. Mm. It's like, I like to joke that it's the only thing that I can do, which is not entirely true, but sometimes I feel like it's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> and I found out, oh, it's interesting. Cause she, she has, yeah, she has a unique range and I'm pretty sure that that she most, most of her songs
0: are in the key of B flat, um, which is just suits you just perfectly if you know things happen for a reason you got that crazy karaoke tape for a reason
7: but it's hard too because you know when i was growing up like if we're thinking about what was on the radio when i was older i mean i was listening to nirvana you know i was listening to who else was i listening to but like the the female voices on the radio like were not until fiona apple came on the scene they were just like always Sopranos, you know, in yeah, that time, yeah, yeah. that was like what it was. And, um, but I, I remember um, hearing Shadowboxer and just being like, it gutted me, you know, not only because it's like such an amazing song, but I thought like, oh, there's a place on the radio for voices like me. Yeah, yeah. And there really hadn't been, you know, for quite some time. So that was a, a, I think a formative experience. Yeah, like gave you kind in, of getting into her. Yeah. And
0: an impetus to say there's a place for me there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't cry. We're gonna play Don't Cry. Uh set this up for us. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. No. No, go, go. I can't. Wait, can I still do it? Yes, you okay.
7: can. I haven't played it yet. Okay, great. Um Don't Cry, yes. Where do I start with this one? Um, the original name for it was Force Field because I felt like there's this sort of like energetic um, I'm like very kind of mystical there's like this energy between people right that um, you don't always have to like talk about it you can just kind of like feel someone's presence Um, and that's sort of how I felt about this song and the the sort of the end of this relationship
0: here you go (laughs) Don't Cry from Hectorine don't cry from hectorine off their brand new album tears and my guest in studio is sarah gagnon the front women woman for hectorine where can people find tears
7: they can find it on Bandcamp if they would like to buy the tape although i think there are only about three left Um, um but the digital is there and um it's also up on spotify
0: Yeah, and uh, we remind everybody, although there are only three left, are you going to produce more, you think?
7: That is actually a conversation that I should have with the with the label
0: with Paisley, Paisley, Paisley yeah. Shirt. Yeah, um, what, <laughs> but I would hope so. Because yes. what I was going to say is, please buy and don't just stream because that's how we support local yes. artists. You know, and, and unless they're hitting that five zillion stream level, uh, <laughs> you know, the money comes from from buying and going to see shows. Do you have anything in the works about performing live? So we were supposed to do our album
7: release show tomorrow um, in Joaquin Miller, but we have had to postpone it due to unforeseen circumstances. Um so we are still trying to settle on a new date. Um but there'll be more information on that later.
0: And how can do you have a website or is Instagram the best way to follow? Instagram is a great way to follow uh and Bandcamp too awesome so uh so keep tuned for that because you've got an she just said that they've got an album release coming up sometime soon so uh look uh, up hectorine on on uh, both on Bandcamp and on instagram to get more information and unbelievably as we were talking uh, our time has run out so uh it's great to have you in the studio we're going to close with agua viva agua viva viva that's awesome Thanks so much Please stay in touch Let us know uh, When you do reschedule Maybe yes. we'll, uh, we'll chat again On the phone briefly and, and remind people About your great music The album is Tears The band is Hectorine Thank you Sarah For driving over and, and sitting with me In the studio It's such a pleasure Having a real human being here
7: Thank you MJ It's a pleasure to be here I went
0: to the river
2: I washed my sorrows I shout hallelujah
0: Agua Viva from Hectorine off the brand new album, Tears. Huge thanks to Sarah for driving over from Oakland today and taking the time with us. You are tuned in to KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming online at kxsf.fm. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio. Be sure and stay with me, got lots of local music coming up next. KXSF is celebrating pride by focusing on issues impacting the Bay
3: Area LGBTQ community. Since 1977, the San Francisco based National Center for Lesbian Rights has been committed to advancing the civil and human rights of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people and their families through litigation, public policy advocacy, and education. Learn more at nclrights.org or kxsf.fm slash kxsf dash acts.
0: And remember, our Pride benefit is coming up this Sunday. It's a stream. You can go to kxsf.fm slash pride and buy ticket access to that exclusive stream for $20 or more donation, which will go to local LGBTQQ youth projects. So uh, uh, we hope to see you there on our YouTube channel. For the rest of the time period here on West of Twin Peaks, we will be playing local music from local artists. This is a band, a duo called Shadow Basket from Santa Cruz. Love them. This song is called Thunder, New Discovery. Back in
3: the corners, an eight-legged master. I- She built a strong line between actual walls that keep us warm in night. The starting line to invisible Footsteps I made in a past life
0: a duo from Santa Cruz called Shadow Basket had the look with a song called Thunder now brand new music from Berkeley's Maya Elise and her band The Good Dream brand new song called Going Nowhere
10: Let's fly
0: new music now from Flower Town new music from flower town off a brand new album i think it's called S/T. that song is called the rope and you are listening to west of twin peaks radio here on KXSF LP, san francisco 102.5 fm you're in my local music segment these are all brand new songs from local artists right now we have great bitter lake with their song love sick which dropped at midnight tonight midnight this morning actually What a big sound from that Concord band. That is Great Bitter Lake and their new song, Love Sick." Going right into the brand new one from the Y-Axes. This is called Burning Out. New single from the Y axis called Burning Out. And you are listening to KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Still got another song coming up, so stay with me. Support for KXSF comes from McCarthy's Irish Bar in San Francisco's West Portal neighborhood. McCarthy's is open for back deck, socially distanced seating, food from Franco's Latin Table, and drinks. Enjoy a pint and some sports on the big screen or just chill under the heat lamps. McCarthy's Iris Bar is located just up from the tunnel at 46 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. She's open inside and outside. It's all back to normal somewhat. Uh, So join me at McCarthy's tonight, probably. Uh, You are tuned in to KXSF LP, San Francisco. This has been West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ. So happy you joined me today. Huge thanks to Sarah Gagnon of Hectorine for joining me, for Emily Afton for calling in and talking about her new single and about the Pride Benefit this coming Sunday uh, on uh, special uh, KXSF Pride's... Benefit stream go to kxsf.fm slash pride uh get your ticket to access for that uh, proceeds go to lgbtq youth program here in the bay area and that does it for me today daniel everett is up next with folk law gage will be here at one with off the hook but i'm going to close with music from katie Nip of the sacramento area she is my guest artist next week here on west of twin peaks radio she's going to kick some ass uh this is called better me and we'll see you next Friday everybody.
1: Maybe in the morning
0: I'll be a better me.
1: You maybe in the morning I'll be a better me. Up on the bruises, so maybe I'll even forget. There's been another man flooding my thoughts. I haven't quite seen yet, and my heart is out of line. It wraps around my toes, creeps on my For tomorrow morning Is it a worthy cause To kill or be killed Or should I just count my blessings In this house on the Me and maybe in the morning I'll be a better me. Yeah, maybe in the morning.